I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! It is happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody. And Jorge has already ratted me out to the other people in the studio. What do you say? Telling them that I don't like tamales. And now Laura's offended. And now I've offended her because I talked about her moms and her grandmothers and all these things. I've, we've already been over this. Just Bro, you should have known this. Mayo, you should have known this. Jorge tried to throw me under the bus again. Listen, um, off the air, Travis told me that Mexican food ranks 21st on his list <laughs> no, see, of favorite foods. He said carne asada. He said he doesn't like carne asada and guacamole is <laughs> unnecessary. That, nope, that's what Traff nope. told me. See, Jorge and I have gone out and done damage together. He knows how I roll. <laughs> so this is the he, – he just came in there very quickly like like a little – hey, hey, Laura, guess what? Travis doesn't like tamales. And then he ran out the door. Like he just wanted to drop that in He's there. He's like, I, I got to go put away. up the Mason and Ireland podcast. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Absolutely. How are you feeling, Sleep? What's going on, Trav? What is going on? Well, can I tell you a, a brief little story about my afternoon? You want me to hit on Taj Gibson or no? <laughs> well, we'll get to Taj a little bit later. The Taj. I didn't have another one. I didn't. I didn't have another one. I, I that's over. I think I'm stuck at Taj. Of course, I want to hear your story. What happened? Well, this it's, afternoon? it's not a great story. It's just me being stupid. Basically, is what it Even is. Even better. So, Even better. My uh, my son had a baseball game today. Right. Okay. Beautiful day here in Southern California. Sun is out. It's nice and warm. And uh, we go and sit. You know, it's freshman baseball, whatever. So you're sitting. Do you go tank top? Do you go tank top when you're out there? (laughs) Nope. I got this same shirt on, just my regular T-shirt. But you're you're heading in the right direction. Okay. You're definitely heading in the right direction. Do you wear your Letterman's jacket? No, I didn't. So, well, I'm trying to think if I can tell that. I don't have a Letterman's jacket because... They, once they started giving them to the guys in the band, they kind of lost their. Uh, Come I, I, on, I became man! Carlos enthusiastic. We got against the band here. No, no, no offense to you, band guys out there, but anyway, that's, like, like I said, that's a story for a different time. But it was nice and warm and beautiful out yeah. today, and I, I had on my t-shirt, I had on my my board shorts, right, mm-hmm. and I put on my flip flops, and I think I have eleventh degree burns on the top of my feet. <laughs> And now it feels like I'm holding my feet in uh, a bucket of molten lava, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling that I'm going to be in some quite quite a bit of discomfort. And you know, to be fair, to be fair, I've only lived in Southern California for about 45 years. So sure, how am I sure. supposed to know that you should cover up your feet when you go outside? Right, a couple things here, Trav. First of all, <laughs> you know that uh, we're getting close to summer. We're getting close to a great time of the year. Um, I'm with you. You know, now we got to wear shorts and t-shirts. I mean, everything's kind of changing. So you're an amateur. You go out to a baseball game and you wear flip-flops. Uh, it's all right. It happens. It happens. It, I was today, and now I'm going to be miserable for a couple of days, and I've I've earned it. It's it's a hundred percent my fault. Maybe this is my penalty for not li- liking uh, but, tamales on Cinco de Mayo. By the way, let me say this. You know, weather-wise, like, <laughs> Laura, this is... you stay you stay out of it. <laughs> Laura, Laura, chime in at any time. I mean, this is. Uh, if if we need to get into the if we want to get back into tamales the promo oh no the promo wasn't on tamales how wasn't the promo on, promo on tamales because we were talking about the good stuff we were talking about tacos which you can yeah, that's do right. a we were saying thousand tacos different and ways which are wonderful and by the way there may or may not I know you can see me Slee. I know the people in the uh, their cars or wherever mm-hmm. listening to us right now cannot yeah, Trav doesn't have but, a shirt on 
There, he never there wears a may shirt. There may not be a giant plate of Mexican food just out of the shot. I have a quick just question, Travis. Is that right? Yeah, Laura. What do you got? I heard that you don't like carne asada or salsa. Is this true? But yeah, he's, on, he's, Laura, you've seen me a million times. Do I'm I look just like saying. I don't like either one of those things. I'm he doesn't I, like. Okay, he doesn't tell like me. Mexican tell me the four one one. Alan, come carne on. Asada? No, Alan. He told me that no, you don't like carne asada or salsa, and no, you just talked about see, tacos. He's not called, a tacos guy either. I mean, he doesn't this, do okay, tacos. He's double agent. Yeah, he this doesn't is do. Where <laughs> he goes in there and he tries to he tries to get the staff and the, the people that help yep. make these shows yep. come together yep. and get them on his side by mm. by spreading. He uses ketchup. He uses ketchup on his tacos. This is, so Jorge, see, I need Jorge. I don't know. He's probably right. Jorge's he around here. Jorge's here. He's here. So Jorge, you need to explain to Laura and to Slee the pictures that I have sent you of me doing work with my Mexican food. You've seen them. You've seen me make it from scratch and everything I have. I'm mm. going to need you to stop spreading false lies mm-hmm. and propaganda. This is this is my favorite thing, Laura. Every time Travis talks about Mexican food, Travis, say, say salsa verde. Say the way you say it. Salsa verde. Salsa verde. Salsa verde. Come on. The best. No, no, no. Wait. Travis, that was your best. That That's like the, the best... Uh, that's your best work. Say last carnitas. Week, carnitas. Last week, I swear, carnitas. I'm not kidding. Last week, it was salsa verde. It was, it was <laughs> salsa verde. That That's what it was. That's I what it was. I did. I wish I did. See, Jorge's not bailing me out. He could help no, me. No, no. But see. Say carnitas. Carnitas. No, man. <laughs> what? Say tamales. Tamales. Yeah, there you go. See? That's not bad. Uh, that's not bad. That's actually not bad right that there. That was better. Okay, here's the reality. When it comes to Mexican food... What it that's good too. When it comes to Mexican food and when it comes to food in 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 general, Travis is a pro. I mean, let's not let's let's not pretend here that Travis has not is not a veteran in the game. Thank he's you, a veteran Steve. in the game. Yeah. See. See. He's. They're, they're, but you should like tamales. But but you but you should like tamales. So you should like tamales. Better. There's so many things that are better. You know what, what? we need to like, Slee? What's that? We need to start liking some wins here and there. We need to start liking a Dodger win. They've got a one-run lead right now, but I'm holding my breath on there. We finally got a Laker win the other night against Denver. But yeah, these no, aren't no happening very run. often. No, man. It, it felt like they both win the championship last year, right? And everything's mm-hmm. cool, and they come in, and LeBron and AD, and everything's cracking, and everything's working. The Dodgers open up the season. I think it was 11-3, and three, or maybe it was 13-2, and two, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. 13-2. 13-2, mm-hmm. and two, just off to this incredible start. And then fast forward, and everything just feels broken right now. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. By the way, this how often this is more along the lines of how sports typically is when we sit back and we say, "Ah, oh, this is you know what? Lakers are by far the team to beat or the Dodgers are going to win 115 games this year." That usually when you're that confident about your squad, it probably doesn't go exactly as scripted. Now, I'll also say we didn't think the Dodgers would be uh, sitting at 17 and 14 at this point, of course, nope. that's obviously face, uh, uh, fair to say. Four and 12 in their last 16 games. Use that as an example. And we also didn't think the Lakers. Chav, I don't know how you feel about this, but I did Lakers talk yesterday. Okay, gotta be honest. For the first time this season, I'm worried about the Lakers. For the first time this season, I, I could honestly say that this predicament with LeBron James, the fact that LBJ came back after 20 games. Came back. He was out for 20 games. He was out for six weeks. Played for a game and most of the game against the Toronto Raptors. Left with six minutes left to go. A bad and now, Toronto team that beat him, by the way. And now is sitting out. the sat out the Denver game, sitting out Clippers, sitting out Portland Trailblazers. No lock that he's coming back against the Phoenix Suns. That tells me that did did LBJ come back too early? Did he did he think he was okay and he's not? I mean, I, I, I have questions in my head that I don't think I had a month ago. I don't think I had two weeks ago. 
Um, a little concerned about the the predicament Lakers are in. I'll go a step further. I think they're cooked. I really, I, I really, I, I really do. With, with the exception of if LeBron can come back and heal, if he can do like the Wolverine thing and all of a sudden heal himself up really quick, because. Everything you just said is true. The only reason he would have come back is if because he felt he needed to try and accelerate the process a little bit because what I've seen of this team without him is not a team that's going to beat anybody. They might win around. I, and when I say I've cooked, I don't think that they're going to go, you know, miss the playoffs. I don't think that they're going to lose in the play-in round. I'm not talking about any of that kind of stuff. I just don't think that what I've seen with this team, the way that it's played the last month or so, the way that it's played the last 10 days or so with Anthony Davis, that team's not beating anybody good. That, that, so, that team's not going to go and beat anybody in a seven-game series because, I mean, you, you saw what they did. They beat a good Denver team, but let, let's go back to that game. They got a little bit lucky at the end there. A couple, a couple of really good breaks went their way, and you might win a game or two like that, but you're not going to win a series hoping to get lucky at the end where one of your players like THT makes just a crazy decision that works out for you because the ball just kind of lands back in his hands. Sure. We, we could be talking about an extended losing streak. We could be talking about no LeBron. We could be talking about Anthony. Anthony Davis not carrying enough load. All of those things were one lucky bounce away from being true. Okay. With all that being said, I don't even think – that's not the part that I say I'm concerned about the Lakers. I'm actually not concerned about the Lakers on the floor. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I should be, but I'm not. What I'm concerned about is the best player in the world was out for 20 games, tried coming back, and now was out, you know, obviously however many games that that, uh, he ends up missing – Trevor running out of time. Yeah. You know, all we've been talking about for the last 60 days was, hey, guys, it, we're fine. We're 60 days away from the playoffs. We're 30 days away from the playoffs. We're, we're coming to a point where there's finally no time left. And there's still a couple weeks left before, you, you know, the playoffs start. So I shouldn't say that, you know, all time is out. But if LeBron is not healthy and ready to go against teams that – Trav, these are not small games. I, I no. If LeBron was healthy, you think he's really sitting out the Clippers and the Blazers? No, I don't. I, because they, they, they matter a great deal, like you said. It's not only the Clippers and the Blazers, but they're teetering and falling into that play-in round. And look, you've seen it. I've seen it. Every NBA fan has seen it. Steph Curry is scary as hell right now. I mean, you really want to deal with that guy in a one-game situation? Do I think the Lakers would win? Yes. Do I think they could lose? Yeah, they might. You know what I mean? That if you're getting into a situation where a anything guy can happen, anything can happen in one game or two games or something, absolutely, and, and especially anything. Look, they could lose. Who's the worst team in the league this year? I, I don't. But let, let's use this Houston. as an example. Houston, mm-hmm. they the the best team in the league. The Brooklyn Nets or the Utah Jazz, whoever you want to pick, they could lose to Houston on any given night. Stuff sure. like that happens in pro sports. Sure, but your odds go through the roof. When all of a sudden you're playing against a team that's probably not as good as you, but they got one of those dudes. And right now, Steph Curry is good for about 40 a night, okay? He's, he's good for just about – he's averaging, what is it, like 31 and a half points a game. I think he's, la- he's his, going- last, his last 18 games, around 37 points a night. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's say he does a little bit better than his average and drops 45 on your head. You want, I mean, who knows, right? That, that's the part that's so scary to me, and that's the part that I think LeBron was aware of. I think that's why he came back. I think that's why he tried to make it happen when he did, realized he wasn't quite there yet, decided he had to shut it down again, and now it's like, look, even if we have to go into that scenario, I need to be ready for that as opposed to let's grab a couple of games here and stay away from that in the first place. He, even that, Trav, even that scenario that you just played out that you can lose in a playing tournament, you could play a hot team, a, 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 one player can go off a four 
former MVP can go off for 40 points and, and that could be the difference of your season. Even all that I'm not concerned about. It's the, the expectation this year, it's not get to the second round. It's not get to the Western Conference Finals. It's not get to the NBA Finals. It's championship or bust. And that's mm-hmm. just the reality of it. And that's okay. That's, that's what you want. That's that's yeah. exactly what you want if you're this Lakers franchise. And it's not always going to work out. And there are scenarios we can look back in history and see the different teams that have been injured at the wrong time or whatever the case is. My concern, when I say I got a concern, I got a concern over the long haul. Because if... I see what you're saying, and I see some Laker fans talking about the playing term and everything else. I don't even think about any of that because I still feel like, look, they're going to be they'll they'll be there when it when the dust settles. The top eight teams they'll be there, and frankly, if they lost two games in a row because they were the seventh seed, then you don't you don't deserve to be there. I mean that that's just kind of how this works, at least the way the system is set up. But it's the it's the realistic. It's the first time I felt like, okay, maybe the Lakers don't have a chance because LeBron James can't go over the course of this, uh, you know, playoff run. That's exactly it. it. It's it's not that LeBron is still hurt. That's that's one thing. It's that LeBron came back and had to leave again right away. 100%. You know, if, he, if he had if he had not played yet, I would sure. be exactly where I was a week ago. I, it's I'm, like, look, when I'm LeBron's ready, every, the, the world will be right. It's not what happened. He came back, he played a game, he played a second game, didn't get to the end of the second game, and we haven't seen him since, and there's really no word on when he's going to be coming back. That's the part that changed everything for me in the last couple of days. And we could be, you know, we're making assumptions right now. Let's just say behind the scenes right now, LeBron and the Lakers organization are saying, no, 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 we're good. He's going to be fine. I'm just using this as an example, right? No, no, he's going to be good. By the time we get to that, you know, that play-in tournament that's coming up in less than two weeks, we're not even worried about it. LBJ is going to be healthy. I'm just personally not getting that perception, right? My, my perception is, well, no, no, that doesn't all add up. It can add up because he came back and now he's out again. So I, I sound like a little drama queen right now. No, you're, no the fact that he came back <laughs> and left again is what makes this so different. So, Laker fans, how worried are you? 877-710-ESPN and Slee, let me take it a step further. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my nightmare scenario that is starting to play out already. I'll give you that when we come back. Don't forget... Ask Slee coming up at 745. We've already got some good ones. Always room for one or two more. That's all coming up. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, Slee, let's start with a uh, quick little tweet right here. Of course, you guys can send us a tweet whenever you'd like, at Alan Sliwa, at Travis Rogers, and we will get to as many of them as we can. And why not, starting with one of our, our people, Slee, this is from John of Fullerton. Trav, you should know better. Less skin showing is better. Don't want to risk the chance of some creep taking a picture of you. Listen, we're getting close to we're getting close to summer, and Travis has this thing where if he's outside, he goes to his kid's baseball game. Uh, you're lucky he's coming in a wife beater. I mean, if he's wearing a wife yeah. beater, it might as well be might as well be a sweater. Yeah, I don't think anybody. Certain needs to time see me of in the year, beater. Travis's whole the whole mentality changes. I have two stories. Mm-hmm. Number one, John of Fullerton is saying that because he a million years ago is working at a different station. 
Okay. And we did an event at a local high school where we played a basketball game against the, and I'm using air quotes right now, the Globetrotters. There was one guy on the other team that had been a Globetrotter like back in the 50s and could spin the ball on his finger. He wasn't, and they used it, that as a marketing piece yes. to say the whole Globetrotters are coming out. Right, and, and yeah. he was a really super nice guy, but it wasn't the Globetrotters. It was a pickup basketball game that they sold some tickets. It was fun, but in the course of this, I took off my sweaty T-shirt sure. to put on something else, and there happened to be a guy named John of Fullerton who snapped a picture in the process, <laughs> and he still uses it to blackmail me to this day. So whenever something comes up, he we will send me this picture. We go shirt to skins? Yeah. <laughs> You're the first one saying that, right, Jeff? We go, yeah, what yeah. are we doing? Are shirt skins, or what are we doing? <laughs> and my my other story about to your wife beater tank top question was when I worked at the station two stations before that. Okay. Okay. We had a Halloween costume contest, and I I uh, I actually was not terribly heavy at the time. I this I was maybe twenty four or twenty five. I was still a normal looking person. Um, no no more. Uh, and I put on a wife beater tank top as part of my costume. Damn right and you did. I walked through the office with it all day on. It was not a good look for me. And I'm sure there's some, somewhere there's more, there's more uh, pictures of that as well. It's I love a bad when the, look. When the weather gets warmer, I find myself putting on more clothing. <laughs> are, are, you, are you not a wife beater guy? You just go shirtless yeah, Probably everywhere? not a wife beater or shirtless guy. Probably neither. <laughs> I don't even do a V-neck. All right? At the V-neck, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> You're crew neck exclusively? Get me a collar. What do we got going on under there that you don't want anybody to see? Are we like talking about a hair situation? Like what's going on? No, I'm just uh, a normal dude that doesn't go to the gym enough. That's what we got going on, Charlie. Look, get in line. That's fine. You got to embrace your deal, right? You got to. I get it. If you're just worried about that, maybe you're not quite as 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 chiseled as you would like to be. Who gives a damn? Just keep it moving. When we go to break, I just do push-ups and sit-ups. Just in the, I got two and a half minutes to pump as many sit-ups as possible. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Something so, like that. okay, wait. You got a nightmare scenario? Do I do I want to know what your nightmare scenario is for the Lakers? Well, I, I'm going to tell you what it is, whether you want to hear it or not. And I hope that I'm wrong, but this is how it started, right? You know that thing, like everything starts with, oh, it's just one little thing. And right, like every bad horror movie you've ever seen, every yeah. one of those things starts with just like, ah, it's just a flat tire, right? And the next thing you know, you got a guy with a machete chopping up your family, right? So that's <laughs> that's how these movies start. It's a flat tire. That's perfect. Right? It's, yeah, just it's, only, a, it's only a full moon. What? How beautiful is this? Beautiful everybody's is this? having a good time. You got your, <laughs> your buddy and the girlfriend in the back and everybody's laughing and the tire blows out. And the next thing you know, everybody's dead. You ever right? see, that's, by the way, you ever, you ever see that? In, I think it's an insurance commercial. It might be like a Geico commercial or something along those, along, along those lines. And they're kind of playing what, what you're talking about. And it's like basically making awful decisions. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And what are the guys the running like, car? Yeah. What? No. What are the guys like? Let's go. Let's go hide behind the chainsaws, and they go into a garage, and they're just hiding there. And you know, it, it's one of those like Mike Myers characters or whatever yeah. the case is. He's just standing there shaking his head, like, "What are these guys doing? What are they doing?" It's a per so, perfect example. The flat tire in this situation mm -hmm. is LeBron's injury. Okay. the The flat tire in our analogy is the high ankle sprain that he had. What is it? Six weeks ago now. Okay. Uh, this Saturday, I want to say, yeah, oh, close to seven weeks now. Okay. So let's, let, let's, let's back it up just a touch. LeBron James, for all of the unbelievable things that he brings to the table, mm -hmm. I would argue that the greatest thing he brings is his durability, the, the, his, his ability to play more or less every single night for 18 years 
and really not miss a beat. Do you know this injury was the longest he's been out in his career for an injury? I'm sure, of course. Yeah, no. How, but how crazy is that? He was he's out really... for he was out for six weeks. He's played 18 years. Add three more years on top of that. All the playoff games he's played, and that's the longest that he's been out. What? So that's the flat tire. Mm -hmm. Okay, and here's where it starts to get a little bit a little bit more ominous. His age. Sure. We just saw him try to come back from the first injury of his career, and it didn't go well. He had to shut it down after a couple of games again. I could be nothing, right? You could just pump the tire back up, put the spare on, and keep it moving and get there 20 minutes later than you thought. could be two, nothing. By the way, in two weeks, that could be the case. Yep. Or continue with your story. So the injury doesn't really heal right. And this is the beginning. Again, this is going back to Or it needs more time. Or it needs more time, and they don't have time. They don't have time. Or, mm -hmm. even, or even this. This is even more troubling. Go back to Kobe. Kobe was cruising along right up until he wasn't, right? Mm -hmm. he, was, he was still Kobe, 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 and then you had the leg injury, and then you had the Achilles, and he was never quite that guy. He, not that he wasn't good, not that he didn't have great moments, not that he couldn't have a night where he'd put the team on his back and all that stuff. He's still Kobe Bryant, but he wasn't that Kobe Bryant. Okay, so that scenario is always kind of lurking in there. And now go to the next step. Now here's when the serial killer shows up, right? And he's now he's in the, the back room. And you don't have any draft picks. You gave him all the way to get Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis isn't the guy that can be the guy. Anthony Davis is the guy that's the best second guy that this league has seen in a very long time. He's a guy that is a perfect complement to your ultimate weapon in LeBron James. He's a guy that can carry the load occasionally when LeBron, for whatever reason, is not up to it. But to do it night in and night out, and I'm not just talking about these six games. I'm talking about all the time he spent in New Orleans. Right? This is a long time for a guy who we all agree is one of the five, six, seven best players in the league. Got out of the first round one time. Now, you could talk about his, his, his supporting players. You could talk about all the different things, and some of it is true, but he gets hurt a lot. Mm -hmm. And he has not seemed to be that guy that relishes those moments, that relishes the opportunity. He'll have a big night. He had a big night against Denver. But there's just not that sense that, oh, we're fine. It's just if it transfers from LeBron to AD, we just keep it rolling. So now you've got a star who's not that guy. You've got an aging star who's just not quite what he used to be. You don't have any assets, draft picks to go get new guys. You don't have draft picks because you're still kind of winning at a level that doesn't allow you to go get a transcendent guy. Mm -hmm. that's, the night, that's the nightmare scenario moving forward. I have so many different angles. I don't know which angle that I want to go to, but I'll, I'll ask you this question. I'll, I'll keep it simple. Can Anthony Davis be the best player on a championship team? Do you, do you think he can? I'm, he I'm asking you that so question. It hasn't been so far, but do you think he can? So just no. kind of take where he is with his age. He's 28 years old, I want to say right now. Mm -hmm. Can he, in the next three, four years, in your opinion, be the best player on a championship team. You're right, Trav. He has not so far, but I, th I think it's not apples to apples to compare what he accomplished in New Orleans to where he'll be in three years after he already won a championship and he played with LeBron James and he's on this Lakers franchise. But it's also, that's the only history you have that you can go back to. It's not like you can, um, it's not James Harden. James Harden could potentially, I don't think he could win a championship being the best team, but at least he's gone to the Western Conference Finals. There's there's other things that he's accomplished that you could say, okay, this is what James Harden has done. Do you think he can be the best player on a championship team? No, because okay. I've seen him. He, he's not new to the league, right? This, this He's not a new guy. But for, for instance, 
for instance, we're getting to that point with Giannis. By the way, I'm not fan. telling you I disagree with you, but I, I want yeah. I want I want that part to be clear because then yeah. I'm going to play out some of your other scenarios. Because I, I you, you look at Giannis. Giannis has gotten kind of close, but at some point you're like, uh, the guys that do that, the guys that do that, they usually do it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. right? It usually happens reasonably quickly for those guys. Not that they win a championship all right away, but it becomes pretty quick. Whether it's Kevin Durant. Whether it's LeBron James, whether it's Steph Curry, whether it's these guys, it, it's. I'm not saying that you show up and in your second year you're in the finals, but there's that trajectory where better, 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 and it keeps getting closer, and then bam, you're there. Ad's was kind of shows up really good, fantastic player, multiple time All Star, goes to the playoffs frequently, but really isn't very scary. He wasn't mm-hmm. that guy that was. He's going to take us out by himself. They did it once against Portland a few years ago. And that's about it. And until he got with LeBron, so no, I, I don't buy it. I, I'd love to be wrong, but I don't think I am. So this is one of the disadvantages a player Anthony Davis has for his position, okay? You need a setup man. That That's one of the things that makes LBJ so great because he is not only can get his, but he's a setup man. He can, Luca, as great as he's going to be, can dish out 15 dimes, but he can also get you 30 points. James Harden can dish out 15 dimes and get you 30 points. One of the disadvantages I think Anthony Davis has is he's going to need a setup, man. I don't think the plan for the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis was let's see what we what those two can do together. By the way, they won a championship in one year. We'll yep. see what happens this year. I don't think the plan was ever Anthony Davis, these are the keys you're on your own. I think the plan was always... Anthony Davis will need another great player to go compete for another championship. This is when when the days are over for LeBron James or whatever the case is. He's not the only one. Giannis, like you just said, will not win a championship by himself and if he's the best player. Damian Lillard will not win a championship if he's by himself and and um and and he's the best player. I can go down the list. There's there's a lot of players I think like this in the NBA. So to answer your question of that nightmare scenario, I I don't. Personally, I don't worry about that. I really don't. Because I think the Lakers, the franchise changed so quick and it became an attractive destination again. And Rob Palenka seems like he has a great uh, gauge for the front office and working with the players and kind of putting together the roster. LeBron, even though LeBron James, even if he does slow down over the years, uh, Travis, it's not to say that LBJ over the next three, four years can't average 18 points seven assists and seven rebounds a game because his game is it's not everything is depending on athleticism everything's mm-hmm. depending on you know one I agree feature with that. I agree so with I, that. I, I i'm not too worried about the nightmare scenario it could play out i'm more concerned about do they still if lebron james isn't 100 percent? where do the lakers stand yeah i i think that's a very good point eight seven 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 ten espn and look this could all get fixed with a tow truck right if it was in our flat tire analogy the tow truck shows up Put on a spare and you keep it moving. And in this analogy, the tow truck is LeBron's ankle heels, and we're and, and we're good, and, and and none of this other stuff starts to take place. But age, time, all of these other things are telling you it's going to happen eventually. I want to stay on the AD thing, and let's bring Laker fans into this. All right, if you think number one, Anthony Davis can be um, the best player on a championship team, that's number one. And number two, is AD doing an, enough right now, Trav? Is he doing enough? Because LeBron James, if, if this guy's taken a, a step back or not the LeBron James he was before this injury, that 
that creates an incredible opportunity for a player that I think has the ability to be the best player on the court every time he comes on. Is Anthony Davis doing enough? What's your expectations for him the rest of the way? 877-710-ESPN. We're going to do all of that. That's coming up next, including your phone calls. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's the question for you, Slee. Are you ready for Ask Slee? We're, shoot, 10 minutes away? You ready you know, for that? Trev, uh, listen, man, I'm always ready. I'm always ready. <laughs> so no. So no would be the answer. No would be the answer. All right, we're getting some response on Twitter to your question. Is AD that guy that can win a championship? Can he be the best player on a championship team? Craig Allen says AD's also injury prone, or injury prone, not the other word I said. He's injury prone. <laughs> And he can't stay on the court. The Lakers are in a jam right now. I want you to listen to Jay Williams, who, of course, is part of Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin in the morning. By the way, before you play it, just so yeah. those who don't know, um, Travis sometimes fills in for that national show. And maybe over the last couple of weeks, you could tell that his attitude has changed a little bit. Um, <laughs> Travis National Rogers. Go ahead. John, yes. Please. Thank you. Thank you. I, I like it when you do it, boy. It, mean, it means a little bit more. It resonates a little more. You put that in my rundown. You said, hey, Al, can you say this at right. around seven, a little well, bit after 730? You don't have to tell him how the sausage is made. Here's Jay Will and his show talking about AD. He's going to say, it's time. That's all, folks. That's why Anthony Davis came to L.A. Ooh. People talk about him well, being a top five you. player. I know it's tough without Dennis Schroeder and LeBron James. It's time. Right. It's time, AD. Okay, so he's saying it's time. And, and you know, I don't want to put words in Jay Will's mouth, but that did not sound like a guy who believes that it's time and it's going to happen. It's more like, let's go, dude. What's going on? Trav, I, I've said this uh, two years in a row. AD's this is his second season with the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I've, I've come out. I came out when they first got him, and I said, I think Anthony Davis got a better shot at MVP than LeBron James. This is going to – LeBron's going to take kind of a step back because he wants AD to learn what it's like to be a champion. Then LeBron will pick it up in the postseason. I was wrong two years in a row. LeBron yep. is still by far the best player in the world, no questions asked. And Anthony Davis, yeah, I think it's fair to say there are times that you walk away from a game. AD, no, you got to have more. And if there's ever a time that they can use more from Anthony Davis, it's right now. That is a great point because that's what you almost never say. To, to your point, Slee, there, it, it happens a couple of times a month with Anthony Davis. You're like, dude, where, where was he tonight? You never say that about LeBron. Mm -hmm. You never say that about AD. You, ne I mean, the guy, guy or I'm sorry, KD. You, you just you, guys. And again, we're comparing him against an incredible the best. standard. The best, but but, but to be mm -hmm. that, if he wants to be those guys, that's the comparison. You, you very Kobe'd have a bad shooting night. Kobe, Kobe'd have nights where he couldn't throw the ball in the ocean. But you never said, dude, come on, let's go. It was or where never is he? That. How come I haven't said Kobe's name in a while? You know, that, yeah, that exactly. Type of where where'd he go? That that mm -hmm. doesn't happen. All right, let's try our first phone call tonight, Slee. Let's go to Redondo Beach and Ryan. Ryan, you're on with Travis and Slee. Well, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Big hey. fan of the show. Thank you. Um, man, I am really glad you guys are finally talking about the AD situation. Uh, it seems like everyone has been beating around that bush for a long time. 
especially waiting for him to sign that extension. It's like he's he's now a Laker, and we have to hold him to that standard. Um, and he he doesn't seem to have that fire. He doesn't want to get you know to take that step to like grab the torch from LeBron. And it's not that he gets hurt, like injured all the time. He gets hurt all the time. It's a, there's a difference between like being hurt and injured. Like, and I don't know. I think you're on to something, Ryan. I think you're right. And I think that, you know, again, this is far from scientific. Okay, I'm not going to say it happens, you know, 3.6 times per quarter. I I don't have a number like that. But my Mm -hmm. eyeballs tell me, watching a lot of basketball tells me, dude spends a lot of time on the ground. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot. But, but Trav, I I think he said something there in the beginning. You know, Ryan mentioned that this is uh, is something that's not talked about enough. First of all, you know, here's the reality. This is – when we're in the world of sports talk radio, if this is not the platform to just all we're doing is talking about what we're seeing or what we're listening to. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, there's no you know, one thing I hate, Trav, is when I'll use as an example, Marcus Gasol has been getting was getting so much criticism before Andre Drummond came. He was in the starting lineup and everybody's like Gasol's not doing anything, all that stuff. And now all of a sudden, you know, what I'm hearing the post game show. Why is, getting, why, right? why is Drummond getting so much minutes? I mean, right. You got the Marcus on there, but that that's okay. That's part of the kind of we live in the moment. Anthony Davis, the expectations. I did the post game show, and I said that I don't want to give Anthony Davis any compliments in this game against Denver. You want to know why I said that, Trav? Because that's, that's the do. expectation. The expectation yeah. is you're top five in the world. You're arguably the best two way player in the NBA. Why should I be complimenting somebody that you and I know potential-wise is, is so incredibly good? And that's a compliment to Anthony Davis. Let's go. Ba- it, it absolutely is. And let's go back to another great Laker player who had another great player running by his side and that called his own running mate out. Put on your big boy pants, right? We all remember that. When Kobe said to Pau Gasol, it's time to put on your big boy pants. And basically what that meant is, you're on this team. We do things one way here. We're not looking to make the playoffs, pal. We're not looking to show up and make it interesting. We're not looking for a quote unquote a good effort. You know, we're here to win championships. And if you're banged up a little bit, so what? Put on your big boy pants. And pal responded. He re- he responded exactly the way. I think way pal he needed like. that. I think pal needed that. I think he pal, pal needed that challenge. And this is a different scenario, but I I get it. That's a it's a great example. It's a different scenario because. You know what AD has under his belt, Trav? Mm. He's got an NBA championship. So yeah. we're not talking to some like last season before the championship. Maybe we're having a, a conversation. Well, you know, he's never done it. We got to see it in the place. We got this, but he's got an NBA championship. And the only reason why there's two reasons why I'm pointing towards AD at the moment. One reason I'm pointing towards AD is because we see what's happening to LeBron James in front of us. Came back now out for three games. We'll see when he comes. Uh, you know, eventually comes in. And two is. Lakers need him. Like this isn't a luxury. This is a necessity. If, they, if Anthony Davis is not, for most of the time, the best player on the floor, where are the Lakers going to go this year? The competition is great, and, and you're not healthy. Actually, they need him in a way that they've never needed him before. Right? That, that when they got him, it was the piece to help LeBron get the championship here. He was the piece to, he could also make that shot. He could get that stop defensively. He was the guy that you could kick it to and you felt 100% confident he could get you a bucket at any given time. That's different than being what they're asking him to be right now, which is, dude, you got to find a way to do this yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to be disrespectful to the KCPs and the Kuzmas and the Crusos because obviously those guys are going to play their role. But you know what? We need you to we need you to win this game for us tonight. We need you to go out there and put this thing on your back and win it. The same way that LeBron did, the same way that Kobe did, the same way that Shaq did, the same way that Magic did, the same way that Kareem did, the same way that all these great Laker players have said, you know what, if i got to be the guy right now, I'll be the guy. And not just on a night when the other guy is cooking too, but on the night when the other guy's not there. What do we? This happened, shoot, let me think here. 40 years ago, okay? okay? We still talk about Magic playing center in that game in the NBA Finals because Kareem couldn't go, right? We still talk about it, and Magic was, 42, wasn't... 42, 15, and yes, 7. exactly, and it's one of those things like, let's do it. Let's go get mm-hmm. it done, and this is the first time he's been asked to do that, and we're going to find out if he can do it, and I'm skeptical. Am I asking for too much? By the way, how great would this moment be? How great would it be is Lakers got the Clippers and the Blazers these next two games, that AD has two of those performances back-to-back where he's putting up 40 points and we're sitting there and the Clippers are like, we have no answer for him. We have absolutely no answer for him. He goes up against the Portland Trailblazers, which, by the way, that game against the Blazers, not only is it key in the standings, Trav, it's the tiebreaker. It's basically worth two games against the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. Um, I'd be more surprised that we have those, that, that he has a game like that than he doesn't. But damn, would that shut a lot of people up for the uh, for the time being? I would like nothing more than for you and I on our next show to come back and for me to eat a giant crow stuffed inside of a tamale. That nothing nothing would make me happier than a crow stuffed tamale. I would deny it. Hundred percent. I would deny it. I would say I didn't say that. Trav, did you guys hear Trav? Trav was saying that. <laughs> it's time. It is time for Ask Slee. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee with seven ten ESPN. Get right promo. into it because we have a bunch of good ones today, and I want to get through as many just, just real of these quick, as Do you we still know can. the promo? I still have no idea what that promo is. I have no idea what we're talking about in that promo. It's it's AI. He, he created it out of nothing. He just put together a, a formula and created it from thin air. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. This is from Pete, and Pete says, hashtag ask Slee, <laughs> is Slee's Mother's Day wreath up yet? Is Slee's mother? Do you have wreaths around? I I feel like this is a backdoor way to try to insult me again. But let me <laughs> let me just ask you this: Do you have wreaths in your house? Seasonal wreaths? No, actually, no. Christmas. Christmas is the only time I'm, I'm throwing a, a, a wreath on the uh, on the front door. But that's it. So just at Christmas. So you yeah, have you have a one wreath. Can I tell you a funny story real quick? Sure. All right. So I'm in San Diego. So uh, doing it remote tonight. And, you know, you're obviously doing your show. Trav, this is this is pretty comical, okay? So I'm at my parents' house right now. I'm in my bedroom where I grew up. <laughs> I literally feel like, Trav, I feel like I'm 14 doing a podcast in my room right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm 14 years old doing a podcast in my room right now. There you go. Do you still have, like, your baseball cards or your Pokemon or whatever you were into stacked up somewhere in there? 100%. I still have Pogs, I think, somewhere in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Definitely got some. Definitely got some cards. Some uh, some old. Don't lie. Cards. You're sitting on a race car bed right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So the the reason Not he's trolling me bed. with wreaths is mm-hmm. my wife. God bless her. Love mm-hmm. her dearly. It'll be 24 years this September. Um, a lot of wreaths in your guys. Oh, Slee, Slee, yeah. Slee. Yeah. All the wreaths. Is there a Easter. Cinco de Mayo wreath? It. 
Uh, you know what? That might be the one we don't have. We have Easter, St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, Labor Day, Halloween, National Christmas, Chili Hot Dog uh, Day, Arbor Day, National Chili Dog Day, whatever it is. And, and, and you know what? So you're thinking, okay, well, she's fa- there are multiple wreaths per holiday. Like my house, Carl. Let me. Where are we? The next holiday, the next big holiday is like Fourth of July, right? Mm-hmm. That's the next one. Maybe Memorial Day. Right. It is. It, we have no fewer than four Fourth of July themed wreaths currently in the home. I love the you guys. I could see you having in your attic, right? Like you have Christmas decorations, you have Easter decorations, and then you have just one area that just says wreaths, and it just goes all the way back. <laughs> it goes right next to the, and you're going to think I'm lying, and I swear to God I'm not lying. It goes right next to the giant um, rubber bin in my garage that is okay. filled with. Ready? This is on brand, on mm-hmm. theme. Mm-hmm. It's not one. It is filled with those kinds you get at Walmart, right? Sure. They're like 25-gallon mm-hmm. bins. They're filled with sombreros. <laughs> okay? Can you imagine a scenario where you would need more than one? Maybe two. We've got about 20. Why? Exactly. That's exact. Why is the correct question? And I don't have, I don't a, have a good answer like, for I, you. I don't have an answer either. Like, can you when you say, like, I'm trying to think what your wife has in her mind to say, okay, listen, this could come up, and if this comes up, I'm prepared. Hey, hey for does anybody got? Does anybody sombreros. have twenty sombreros? I need them in the next five minutes. Can you help me? Well, as a matter of fact, I can. All right, this is bothering. You know, me. us Mexican on. families don't even have like one sombrero at home. We, well, Curtis, if you need any, I can help you out. I can, I can certainly Let us get know. some to you as quickly as know. possible. All right, uh, Ryan in Laguna says this is a great question. By the way, okay, what's an appropriate Mother's Day gift besides picking up the check at brunch? My mom literally has everything she needs. Send her some flowers. Send her some flowers. By either you're delivering it to her or somebody comes and delivers it to her. Uh, a nice card, Travis. A handwritten card where it actually means something. As in, like, don't just uh, don't just rely on whatever the card said. Yeah, don't go to Vaughn's, <laughs> buy the card, and then sign Love Slee in this in the card or Love oh, Ryan. Uh, where's your guys' hot sauce? And then where do you guys <laughs> do the cards at? Where the where the Mother's go, Day cards? Twelve pack of beer, a Slim Jim, and a Mother's Day card. <laughs> By the right. way, you cannot you cannot go wrong with that. I mean, uh, just a but you gotta like actually put some time and effort and write into the card. It can't just be, hey mom, love you like a lot. That's a good answer, by the way. The the handwritten. You know what? I just want to thank you for everything you've ever done for me. That's really good. Do That's one of those. Really get some flowers. Leave it there. She'll love it. Okay, here we go. Uh, so only good advice I've ever given on this show. Just that's very good advice. Uh, yeah. This is from Darb in the OC. Hashtag Ask Slee. Are you a Ferrari guy or a Lambo guy? More of a Toyota Corolla guy. <laughs> More uh, a Honda Accord. A Honda Accord. You know, just got to get that mileage. I've had, I've owned both a Corolla and an Accord, so I feel like we're on the same page. Definitely I have on not the same had, page. Uh, I have not owned an exotic automobile like a Corolla. I don't even know what to do with it. I literally wouldn't even know what to do with it. Uh, I used to know a guy that owned I used to very know a guy cars. who knew a guy owned very fancy cars and mm-hmm. i heard him speak to another guy who owned very fancy cars and i heard the question asked out loud unironically mm-hmm. you a ferrari guy or a lambo guy <laughs> and they had the conversation it was very awkward <laughs> very awkward Jeff, let, me, let me say this there was one time i was going to get a i was uh buying a new car right i was getting a car and when the dude when the salesman came up to me he's showing the car and he goes let me tell you something this car it's got a lot of torque 
this car's got a lot of torque. I'm sitting there looking at him like, I don't even know what that means. Like, yeah, Do I want that or is, this, is that I, good or bad? What I'd like to know is how big the trunk is, all right? <laughs> what are we looking at? How's everything? What's the gas mileage on this thing? This dude is trying to sell me on torque. So to answer the question, uh, How's I, I don't the even arrow? know if I have a... I don't even know if I have a good – I'll go Lamborghini <laughs> over Ferrari. I'll go Lamborghini <laughs> over Ferrari. I don't know if there's a wrong answer there. By the way, I'm looking for how much can I sell this car for after I put 200,000 miles on it. That's my question. All right. Uh, oh, Darbo, back-to-back. How about this? Uh, when it's time for new tires on your car, yeah. are you excited or are you upset? Hashtag Ask Slee. I'm telling them, um, okay, so I'm going to come back at a few thousand miles, right? So <laughs> if I do that – what, what are things going to look like in a few months? And then I'm also doing the, uh, well, don't you guys just got to rotate the tires? I mean, which ones are worn out? Which ones are worn out most? Let's, there's a lot of, Travis, there's a lot of me talking myself into and hoping the, the mechanic will agree that, you know what, you just came up with an idea that we didn't think of because this is our profession and you're an idiot that's never been under a hood. I, tires are one of those things you have to have, and I, they're so expensive, and it's I always wait. a bummer to spend wait. money on them. Yeah, I wait. Don't forget those winter tires. Yeah, stop yeah, it, I got Curtis. the winter tires. No winter tires in Southern California. This is from uh, Paul, and he writes, hashtag Ask Slee. This is odd. This would be a good question for uh, Ronnie Lott, I think. How much money would it take for you to cut off your pinky? What's happening here, Trav? What's happening right now? Well, remember Ronnie Lott got no, his no, pinky I, cut I know, off so he could play. I, I know that, but the question coming to me, how much money would it take? No, so so let's assume that they're mm-hmm. going to do it surgically. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're going to give you general anesthesia. A, a qualified surgeon is going to remove it, but yeah. it's gone. I don't think my pinky has a price tag at the moment. Let's do, Does so your pinky if I have you, a price tag? Oh, hell yes. Okay, what do you like, use your pinky like $2 for? million? Dollars? No. <laughs> if somebody came to me... Today, bro, I'm not trying to lose a pinky for for nine grand. To take your pinky off, we would be having a real conversation about getting a cashier's check, about which doctor's going to do it, about can I get it so back on? One thing would happen right after that. You'd be looking at your phone. You say, okay, listen, um, June's a good month for me. I don't know what what's good for you, but June looks really really good. I would have to if we're talking. I would need it to be my left pinky. Because I to grip a golf club, I need my right one. Mm. I, I need to hold on to that. But the left one, we can negotiate. I would do it for far less than a million. I'd do it for less than half a million dollars. Can I read off a tweet to you? Yes. Do you see this one from Romel, RHS76? Oh, he I know says, Romel, yeah. He says, I can't shake off the image of Trav in a wife beater. Thanks, John. It looks like <laughs> this. He says, it looks like this in my mind. And it's Tony Soprano. <laughs> you know how Tony Soprano used to always walk in the robe, the, yeah. the boxers, and whether he had whether he had uh, slippers on or not, goes to get the paper every morning. That's exactly what he uh, what he tweeted out. That's not bad. That's a good comp right there for you, Trav. It, let, let's just put it this way: I uh, Ramel, who I liked up until about thirty seconds ago, um, is. Oddly accurate. I, I put it to you this way. That's a good one. That's a I, great I, comp to have. I'm a little taller than Tony Soprano, and after that, I really can't complain too much about the comparison because it's pretty close. That's pretty <laughs> I'm a good. Little, I'm a little bigger it, than him. Only difference is no rope. No rope. Trav doesn't do the rope. I'm not a rope. One more here. One, one more here. Uh, all right. This I is from Francis, for? and he says, are you getting bombed and or eating Mexican food tonight because it's Cinco de Mayo, or you do it because it's Wednesday? Hashtag Ask Slee. 
because it's Wednesday, Trev. Just, just it's Wednesday. a random Wednesday, Slee's going to hit the tequila. Don't, don't, don't you love how here in the States, Cinco de Mayo has become uh, – correct me if I'm wrong here, and, and Curtis, jump in if you need to. Um, is Cinco de Mayo that big of a deal in Mexico? I feel like it's a bigger deal here than it is there. Am I right or wrong on that? You're right because it's like uh, it's like what St. Patrick's Day is here. Right. It's commercialized <laughs> right. just to example. sell beer. And to sell beer the and get C- people Cinco to go de out Mayo to dinner. was a battle that was won against France. It's not even Independence Day. Mexican Independence Day is in September, so it's just another commercial holiday. Yeah, it's a fun one. I mean, just like just like St. Patrick's Day, it's fun to go. I look if you going to give and me Travis's an extra wife reason, has twenty four uh, sombreros. We have sombreros and we oh it's St. Patrick's Day. This place looks like a Irish pub if a second grader decorated. Speaking it. of sombreros, have you ever been to sombreros down in San Diego? They got maybe about ten, maybe even more than that. Just taco shops. No, solid place. Great, That's great place. Great, first road great trip place. for Travis and Sliwa to sombreros. No We're gonna have to figure it out. Uh, I had one more here. Let's see. Uh, Two part question. This is from Capitano Matt. It says, if Trav grows a beard. Would he look like the bush guy, and can can Travis grow a beard? Hashtag ask Slee. Trav, you can grow a beard. You could definitely grow a beard. I, I could tell that you can you can get a beard going. I don't think you'll like. I don't think you want to grow no, a I've beard. Had, have but... you not seen I I've had in some of the station photography, I have. No, I've beard. never seen it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you look like you definitely. I, I could probably, what's today? Today's May 5th? Uh-huh. Give me you the May have, 12th. You could have one by the 6th. Give, give me the May 12th. May 12th, <laughs> me and James Harden are uh, are connected. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So there's another very successful edition of Ask Slee. The Dodgers are in a dogfight right now in Chicago. They are tied up in the ninth inning. So what exactly is going on with them and how do they fix it? That's next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.